this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> and we are back again. This was this was rad podcast. You know the podcast by now. We're nearing a hundred episodes, and I think you got a pretty good idea of what it is. It is a movie podcast where we review. What, what would you say, Greg? Uh, we we review, we lampoon, we uh, discuss, dissect, make fun of. Uh, generally, good humored. I I would say if you're new to the podcast, we do exactly what you want to hear out of any podcast. Whatever it is that you've been looking for, that you're like, I really wish this podcast did something. We're we are that podcast. Yes, yes, we are that podcast right. and more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and and if we're not, you can just head over to Podbean and throw us some money, and we'll do almost anything. We'll do better. Yeah. You throw enough money at us, we'll suddenly become a true crime podcast. <laughs> Why not? If there's enough money in it, I'll do, I'll do you know, if to, I, to I, quote one of my, my favorite lines from all of movie history, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe almost anything. I so. I say if we if we have to become This Was Murder, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and you know what All the right. twist is, Greg? We'll commit the crime and then Ooh. we'll and then we'll tell it to the audience until they figure out it was us. I can't I can't wait until someone writes a really lame script and it's about a podcast that's about true crime and the it, the, the 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 like twist is the host was killing people so he could report on the crimes. And get sweet, sweet podcasting how, dollars. How has that not happened already? Oh, I guarantee you if you and I were watchers of terrible, awful crap TV <laughs> like NCIS or CSI or Bones, I'm sure that's well, all. Hold happened. on. Let's let's lay off the Bones nope. talk. Yeah. No, nope. we're going to lay off the Bones. Nope. Uh, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're going to. I like myself. You know, I, I don't believe that show is even on the air anymore. It, 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 ju- it just went off the air, and we're all very terribly sad about it, Greg. Stunningly. Still on television. <laughs> well, How do we not have an actual honest-to-God show on TV if that show has been on for this long? <laughs> well, because we don't we don't have the, the, the pizzazz, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. You got me there. Okay. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. And that's the way it works. Uh, so if you are a new listener, nothing's going to be different. If you're a long-time listener, I think we finally have to address it, Greg. It's been, this will be episode number four? Uh, uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and so um, we're going to change the description. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, updates and changes to the podcast. The format, what we do, the movies, the review, the lampooning, that's all going to stick around, but... Um, after a lot of a, a lot of talk and a lot of going back and forth and and, uh, and things like that, our teenager, my own flesh and blood daughter, uh, Willow, is just uh, she's just not into the podcast and doing this anymore. Um, it, it's fun to so say wait, you're saying you're saying that a teenager didn't like being force fed <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> From her dad's generation, it's it's funny when you put it like that, Greg. Yes, shocking. Uh, uh, Sh- let's, the, what, a, what a hot take we've got here. The, uh, the when you say you're you're forcing a child to watch movies from the '80s, uh, 
more than uh, more than a few dozen times that was actually the case, and I'm so sure. uh, <laughs> so unfortunately, um, she's not going to be really uh, much on the podcast. I'm hoping she's going to drop in from time to time, but we're not, you know, certainly not pushing her to it. Um, we're going to try and work on, you know, some kind of goodbye thing if she wants to. Uh, but you know, she's really just, um, she's super proud of everything. I did talk to her. She's super happy with everything she did. She's, she knows people like her and love her being on the show. Um, and she was disappointed by that, but, um, she's going to be, you know, things happen. She's moved on. She's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, growing up. So I'm going to miss her personally as, being doing that just watching these movies without her greg it it's it's depressing now uh, uh yeah because <laughs> because you're not you're not going to be watching them through a lens you know what i mean like if you if you just watch a movie and you're by yourself you just watch it if you watch that same movie even just with one other person that viewing experience is completely 100 percent, 100 and and you know, depending on who you're watching, it's going to change it. With so now, yeah, it, it, it's it's you're going through what I'm going through since the beginning, which is I'm fighting the urge to not watch these movies at all because it's like <laughs> I, I saw I've seen this movie a million times. Am I going to waste an evening, you know, watching uh, Jaws three, which is coming up? Well, you know, um, what, you know what, Greg? Then I say this is what we change our format to: two guys in their thirties. Force themselves to oh, rewatch movies from the th- from the eighties like and see like if they're that. still rad. Because let me tell you, it is a force at this point. Even the movie we're doing today, oh, yeah. Big, uh, with Tom Hanks, love this movie as a kid. Man, just sitting there having to watch it for an hour and forty four minutes without commentary from somebody else was it, it was it was a long one. But that being said. Um, we want to thank. I am. I am going to miss Willow. She was our hook. She's what made us unique. Yes. Definitely. So, uh, and she was unique she, herself when she was engaged, which was not often. Uh, she 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 killed it. Hundred percent. Yes. She killed it. Yes. And I wish I wish she could have been engaged even thirty percent of the time. <laughs> I because. Good lord, we we'd be on fire in, I, in the podcasting world. I think but. what happened is we we hit it too late. I think we were two years too late. I think if she yeah, were twelve, right. I think if we had started when she was twelve, I think I could have kept her in there until she was about fifteen. But starting at you know fourteen, going on fifteen, it just it was a rough one. But anyway, um, please keep listening to the podcast if you've gotten it this far in um, and you're a new listener. We're sorry. Go back and listen to all the old episodes. They are super funny. We love doing the podcast still. Um, if you've been a listener, please keep listening. Um, if you have comments on this, please go to our Facebook page and leave us some comments. Let us know what you f- what you feel and think, and and um, and we can do that. So that's it. Uh, we just wanted to make sure we cleared the air. That's a long one to talk about, but. I think we're finally ready, Greg, to decide uh, or to, to discuss this week's movie, Big. And, of course, we have to first say, was this rad? What do you think, Greg? Was this a rad movie? I remember seeing this film in the theater. Wow. Uh, this, there, not, not many movies uh, uh, do I remember that we covered did I see during their theatrical run. And, and this was one of them. Okay, and uh, I remember liking it as a kid. I mean, it it certainly was a very popular film, and most people I know saw it. 
most people I know liked it. So yeah, I I I would say the film's pretty rad. Was rad, you know, in the in the '88, uh, the year that it came out. Yes. What do you think? I uh, I love this movie as a kid. Um, I, I probably watched it uh, at least a dozen times or so. I, do, I did not see it in the movie theater. I'm with you. First of all, unlike today, movie theaters were a lot fewer and far between. Um, you know, we had to go. I mean, it was three towns over. Yet, I mean, you kind of made a family trip out of it if you were going there. Oh, yeah. Um, so I definitely don't remember seeing this in the movie theater, but I know I watched it. Um, probably on like Showtime or something like that, and then and then later on on TBS or whatever. This this was on television a lot. It was, and, and it's it's very. It, there's some cursing for being. It's a PG third. It's a PG movie again. Um, I don't know how towing that PG. line uh, of of cursing and and sexual innuendo and things like that. But um, for the most part, yeah, it, it, it's an easy movie to put on TV. You curse, you blank out a couple words, and it's. And it's an easy sell. So, um, what is was this rad? And uh, absolutely, uh, I'll tell you what I remember about this movie big time was, uh, you know, Tom Hanks. He's playing this kid character, and just that whole f- that discovery of the city and going there and, and getting a job and uh, you know that that whole thing fascinated me as a kid. I don't know why, but I always wanted to grow up faster than I did, um, or that anybody does, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't have a Zoltar machine lying around, though God knows I looked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so stuff like that for me, and then, I mean, as far as like actual scenes from the movie, the piano scene was always, always huge for me, and then uh, just the, the apartment that he gets. With just all the yeah. toys and the trampoline and everything else, was just like, oh man, what a kid's dream! Just to have unlimited money and you could just buy buy a trampoline and put it in your 50, 50 foot high ceiling penthouse apartment. It was just fantastic. Yeah, I, I also always remember his apartment. I always remember the silly string scene. Oh yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where they're just like they're like grossing each other out. I always remember. Him doing that thing with the cherry when he has like the ice cream, oh, and like, oh, the cherry yeah, yeah. just go like, oh, 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 he's <laughs> um, and I always remembered the the end scene where all of a sudden he's a child again in the suit. Oh yeah, I totally too forgot it for happened him. like that. That that all in because I always remember it happened off screen as a kid. I hated that. I hated that like they didn't have the effects of him like like shrinking down. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that, sure. Yeah, as as a kid, that drove me up a wall. But um, those are those are the oh, and when uh John Hurd goes uh gets really angry that he said I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I always yeah, remember that because yeah. he's like I don't get it, I don't get it. Like he's like he's <laughs> acting like an eight year old. Like it's it's, yeah. just, it's a really great scene. Yeah. It's really funny. John Hurd, um, you and I know him from uh, the past episode we did. Would you rather? Uh, yes, he was in Would You Rather, um, more popularly... More famously... Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say he's the father from uh, Home yep. Alone. That's right. That's, um, that's he, what I would say almost everyone from our generation and a little younger would absolutely know him from yeah, that, I, that I, film. He's been in a lot of movies, though. I mean, he, 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 has. he pops up all the time. Um, he's usually a character actor. I, he he ended up doing a lot more um, like the Would You Rather stuff, you know, probably by the late '90s into the 2000s, where he just does these, you know, bit parts for a part of the movie. He really wasn't a big, you know, star of them. 
Um, but he's been acting. I mean, I think he, his acting career goes like early 80s. So, I mean, he's been doing it a long time. Um, I think he's good in this movie for sure. Um, we'll get into that. So, uh, and so uh, one one thing that I, I like to do from here on out, it's a segment that we kind of have done, but we've never devoted its its own segment to it, yeah. is uh, awards. This film was actually nominated for two Oscars. Oh, what, what, well, Greg, I can assure you, we will not need this segment for every, uh, <laughs> every movie. No, I, I, I think other than like... Well, actually, that's not true. You say that. The last movie we did, Abyss, also nominated for a bunch of No, 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 I understand, but we have some doozies coming down the pipe. We'll, Jaws we'll get to 3, them. of course, won all the Oscars, <laughs> it won, including documentary <laughs> They, they renamed Oscars Jaws 3 for a year. I mean, yeah. and now we're yeah. giving, and the winner of the Jaws 3 is yeah. Jaws 3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're doing Jaws 3. Did someone read the wrong name off the teleprompter every time? We'll never know. Um, <laughs> well, don't uh, worry. Somebody, somebody ran up and, and explained it to them where, where the, the person who got the award could angrily, passively, aggressively say, no, it wasn't us. I'm going to go suck on a pipe. So anyway, anyway, um, would you like to guess what this was nominated for? Uh, or do you- I know for a fact Tom Hanks was nominated for Best Actor. He absolutely was, and I would say, rightfully so, he is amazing in this movie. Um, I I would expect Penny Marshall to be nominated for Best Director, but I know we don't nominate female directors very often. So. I was going to say, if any if any man had directed this movie, you would have been 100% yes. right. Yes. But yes, yes, Penny Marshall, uh, very unfairly so, did not even get a nom. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, I know not best picture. I wouldn't think so. Maybe music, something like that. Audio it was, or it was it was screenplay. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I would I would grant that for sure. So, um, uh, unfortunately, Tom Hanks was going up against Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. So, yeah, it's a good performance. I don't know if it's the best performance, but again, I don't know what all the nominees were. Um, but. He did a very good job in this one, and I mean, clearly, he's won many, many Oscars since then. So, oh yeah, yeah. But, but um, I, I, uh, I kind of always forget. Also, other fun little fact is the DP in this was the the director of photography was Barry Sonnefeld. Oh, Men in Black fame. That's absolutely right. He would go on to become extremely successful as a director in the nineties. So, yeah, uh, pushing daisies. TV show, oh, fantastic! Oh, what a horrible, horrible decision they made canceling that show. I, it, it, I'm glad they let them finish it. Uh, it very rare, but yes, yes. If you if you have not seen that, go do yourself a favor. Please do and, that. And please and get it. Yes, uh, um, fantastic show. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's a lot of babbling on for inanities of past guests and, and awards. Let's let's get into big. Well, I mean, how can you not love a movie that opens up with a classic graphic slash text adventure <laughs> on on a floppy disk? I mean, come on. Okay, fair enough. 
it it pulled my Dungeon and Dragons heartstrings immediately. But oh, then this I, kid, I, immediate, I immediately was like, oh, did like did Sierra release that game? Was that <laughs> right, a LucasArts right. game? And of course, it was it was made up completely for the movie. It didn't actually exist, and it made me very sad. But um, oh what, man, I love those. What 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 was with this kid reading everything out loud? Like, does he have a deficiency? I, yeah, I mean that's something that like yeah, because he's supposed to be thirteen. I think he's supposed to be thirteen, right? Yeah. And then he's like, and he's like reading it slowly. You have met the wizard in the ice cave. Like, oh my gosh, dude! Like, you're you should be reading on a third grade level at a minimum. Can we just can we yeah. speed this along? One would hope. So anyway, you know, you have you have the the Penny Marshall throughout this film is amazing at really kind of setting the scenes with kind of minimal effort. So like what what does the kid do? What's the first thing we see him doing? It's getting ready for school, you know, and going to school. And it's it's perfect. It really embodies at least to me what it was like being a kid. What do you what happens every time when you're a kid or you know, now that you and I are married and you're sitting down and you're playing a game and suddenly a time element comes in and you can't pause it? Yeah. Oh. Immediately, something else has to <laughs> yeah. has to have your attention, and you die because of it. And yeah, you're like it, but it really brought me back, especially the old computer games where like pausing in save states did not exist, and it was just like you know, you know, ah, you gotta you gotta get out and do stuff, and I'm like, but I'm in the middle of this, and I can't pause anything. Uh, I remember coming home and being like, "Honey, I love you, uh, Willow. Uh, I will totally uh, play with you in ten minutes." But I have a raid, and uh, a raid oh, waits yeah. for no man. I'm the main tank. If I don't get there, uh, we're yeah. never gonna take down uh, the, the dragon. So we, I, I love you, uh, and I, I just be eating dinner over my, oh yeah, over yeah, my computer. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, forget it. Being a kid, yeah, as an adult for sure. I um, remember my brief fascination with uh with MMOs, with uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online, and uh, I think it was like one in the morning, and uh, I was just w- waiting to, to get together with my group, and I just realized I did not want to do this ever again. Uh, so, whew, ready? So, so in the ultimate example of things you can't pause, but when someone calls, you need to go... Uh, Greg had to leave the podcast to go and help his wife. Had to, had to find my keys. <laughs> what a great example of just what what serendipity you that was. You couldn't write that. You no. couldn't write Greg putting up his finger in the middle of describing how he couldn't pause the game and, and take it anymore. He just puts up one finger and goes, "Hold on a second Yep. And runs off. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's how that works." <laughs> yep. So it really, it, but there were, there were a, this, this movie specifically, I think more than the other ones, especially the opening, because it dealt with being a child in the eighties really brought me back. Like when, so, so the beginning, it's kind of them. It, it you see Josh, the, the, the main character and his best friend, Billy. Yeah. And what, and, and they're kind of going through like just a normal day for them. So they're going to the convenience store. They're riding to the convenience store on their bikes to buy baseball cards. Right. Like, yeah. I remember doing that. I didn't even like sports. Oh, when I would he started, buy baseball cards to like just hang out with my friends and shit. When he started saying, got it, got it, need it, got oh, it, got yeah, it, need oh, it. Yeah, I'm no, like, oh, God, I, that was me every 100%. Saturday. Yeah, exactly. I totally remember that stuff. And um, for me, it was more, you know, X-Men uh, collectible cards or the, 
you know, oh whatever, Marvel, yeah, I mean whatever you know, universe, it was, but yeah. but oh, yeah, I mean, same garbage pail kids and 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 things like that. Yeah, I mean for sure. I I remember uh, saving up my allowance to buy uh, a box of cards, not not the pack of cards, Ooh, the entire oh, box. Oh, big spender. Oh, it took me months, and and you know, <laughs> ripping open every pack and and being one card shy of a complete set, and having to track down. And it wasn't an expensive card. I, I believe I tracked it down. It was fifty cents, but it took me three different stores before I found somebody that had it. It really brought me back. What else brought me back in this film? Walkie talkies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about your walkie talkie experience. Willow's not here, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm with you, uh, especially when they're on. So before we even get to walkie talkies, there's a great what I think what you're saying is, is there's this great montage of them being kids to set it up immediately. He is a kid. And so whatever happens after a point in this movie, remember, this is the person who right. becomes this other person. And I think he's, they, he's she does you know, a like great job. Yeah, formulating yeah. that for sure. It you know they're 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 like they're playing you know stickball. They're you know going to school. They're 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 on their bikes. They're just goofing around. They have like this dumb rap thing that they came up with. Oh, the shimmy shimmy coca pot. Oh man, yeah, that they, I that was they like sing to each other. You know, like, brought like, in by but, that. But like you know, friends always have. Like, you know, stupid inside jokes or like a parody yep. of a song that you guys think are, are is awesome or hilarious and the rest of the world is just, you know, would would not be impressed if you if you showed it to them. So yeah, it's 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 really, really great. And uh do you wanna cut to where the um he he goes to the fair and he sees the girl that he likes? Uh yeah. No no no, not quite yet. Um and I'll tell you why. Because what I really love about this movie is how dumb Josh is. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, uh, and, and, and it's the character Josh, whether it's the kid or the Tom Hanks, because he's talking to Billy on the walkie-talkies, and they're talking about the girl that he likes, whatever, I can't remember her name. I don't even know if they said, I'm sure they said her name, but I did not write it down. Like, but he's wearing spaceship pajamas, and he's yes. talking about his love life, like, Oh yeah, it'd be so nice to you know be with her. And it's, I'm like, buddy, look, there's a lot of things you're gonna have to fix about your life before you can even consider a love life. And and, and to start it off, it's it's gonna be PJs. Um, yeah. Get a pair of sleepy pants. Start wearing a regular T-shirt. Man up a bit. Start shaving. Then you got a shot with the uh, with uh, Misty there. We'll call her Misty because she's got the same haircut. Yeah, uh, that Pokemon works. Misty. Um, but he was just, just that that part of it, and and I'm going to talk a lot about it when Tom Hanks when we get to Tom Hanks. But he he's a 13 year old. I don't know what you were like as a 13 year old. I know I was pretty innocent, but I wasn't like freaking Opie from you know from I, Mayberry innocent. Like this kid is almost like he he acts more like he's eight years old than he's 13. I certainly was more sheltered than my peers. But I still feel I had a better handle on things than he did at that age. But who knows? Yeah. Um, and then we get to the carnival um, where he sees uh, he's there with his parents and he's kind of having a good time. And then he sees this, this girl that he likes and he wants to go on like the, the spinny fireball ride, which I immediately said, what are you insane? Don't go on anything like that. You're going to get stuck at the top, which, by the way, 
I, happens constantly. I've been to carnivals. There's one particular carnival near me. Uh, it has some flags and, and a particular number above it. Uh, I won't say yeah, which one it know, is. I don't want to be specific, under, but there's flags and there's numbers and uh, yeah, under under seven <laughs> flags, more than say. five, under seven in that in, in that price range. If if yeah. if I was gonna price this right, it um and literally that ride that he goes on, I've seen stuck twice when I've gone there. Why would you go on that? And but okay, testosterone, I get it. You know, he's pulled oh, he, on. He just wants to, yeah, he wants to hang out with that girl. Because he's specifically, he sees the girl alone in line. Well, yeah, and you know, he's a real he predator. Does, he does the classic move that neither one of us would do this day and age. Hey, I know we're at a fair at night. Uh, I'm just going to go off by myself. And the parents <laughs> are like, all right, meet us back at the Ferris wheel at nine o'clock. Well, like, hold on. I love these parents because he gets in line and then she goes, is that your parents? And he's like, no, that's not my parents. And the mother's like taking a photo of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, I love this mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the mom, the mom and dad were clearly like, he wants to be by himself and he's giving us a really dumb reason. I think we both know what the real reason is. We'll just hang back and watch. <laughs> Do you think the mom's and like, then... you think the mom's like, honey, give, give her a peck on the cheek. It'll go in oh, the scrapbook yeah. for grandma. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, less less Daniel's mom and more just like isn't this adorable? Like yes. like my yes. my son is, you know, like yes. like a literal fish out of water gasping for air. He's just trying so hard and like, never going to happen. Yeah, a little less aggressive than Daniel's mom for sure. Uh but yes, so anyway, she he goes up and he's talking to her and then this taller guy comes over and she just goes, this is Derek. He drives. He drives. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm like, wow, uh, she is easily impressed. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, when you're like 13 years old, well, first of all, what is that? <laughs> yes. What is that guy dating doing? a girl who cannot? Right. Exactly. Because, because we, we have to assume all his friends are like 13. Maybe that girl is 14. Maybe. Maybe. And so what yeah, driving yeah. age has to be, I think it's a safe assumption. 16. Yeah, that, that seems, uh, that seems I would safe. assume it would be 16. Yeah. Around 16. So you have a 16 year old dating a 14 year old. Oh, That's sure. Not why not? It was the 80s flags anywhere. Okay. Okay. Fine. I it's guess, the 80s. Greg, uh, you know what? Hey, live and let live. That, that was the 80s motto. <laughs> Free wheel in 80s. That's right. Uh, Free wheel so, in 80s. Anyway, we haven't said that in a long time. We have not, but we're saying it now. <laughs> um, uh, so, and then he gets assaulted by a pirate. Uh, who? Who? Oh yeah. The, what is up with this Carney? <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> no, he he has to be the first Carney in Carney history to abide by all rules as strict to the letter as possible. Because yeah, I, yeah, I went on a couple rides. Mayhap I was not as tall as I should have been. Uh, all I got was, eh, don't fall off. Right. This guy's like, hey, hey, hey. I have observed your vertical distance from the earth, and you do not measure up, young man. Now move along before my heroin dealer comes around. Yeah. Although carnies don't strike me as heroin users. I'd say uh, meth. I, today, sure. I mean, the 80s, crack, crack maybe cocaine. cocaine. Yeah, crack. You're right. You know what? Crack. You're right. Yeah. That, that that That's more of an 80s carny drug. Yeah. Uh, if you're a carny. They don't, they, don't, they, don't, 
don't they don't, don't write me as us. heroin. They strike me as speed. Maybe would be would be another. Oh one yeah, okay. Solid, there you go. Solid gamble. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I will say though the you're not tall enough to be on this ride really brought me back to being a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. But anyway, he, he he's kind of you know he's disappointed. Uh, he walks over and this is where we find the Zoltar machine. Uh, very classic scene. He goes through. He makes the wish. I want to be big. It spits out a card that says uh, your wish your, is granted. Your wish is granted, and then it starts getting windy. It does. That's how you know. The winds of change, Paul. They're blowing in this film. Oh, okay. I, I didn't catch that. I just thought they were, you know, near the ocean. They were. Well, they probably were near the ocean. So. <laughs> well, okay. I, then, then I feel sure. vindicated. So anyway, he wakes up the next morning, and it's Tom Hanks now. Uh, yes, yes. In the giantest pair of underoos possible in 1988. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and not that I care, but... He ripped the rest of his clothes, not those, you know. It's a little little weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, great great scene where, you know, he's supposed to get ready for school. He walks into the bathroom and discovers that he is now an adult. Yes. Um, yes. And does what I feel all 13-year-olds would immediately 100%. do. You check to see if your genitalia has grown along with you. <laughs> That's where I feel like the movie was going to go with with the name Big. Like, he was just going to go like, eh, everything is bigger. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Can't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stick with kilts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to... It's sweatpants from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the rest of my days. So, um, you, uh, he manages to get out. He, he goes into his dad's room and grabs uh, sweatpants and like a sweatshirt. And runs out of the house. Nope, nobody has seen him. And he, uh, hi- he somehow made it into the school, and then hides in the equipment closet and waits for his friend oh, Billy. Oh no, to get help. Okay, first of all, you're missing where he runs back to the camps uh, to the carnival first. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, who okay. by the way, it was nighttime. That carnival, they are what a all breakdown. on. The, they are on that pirate's timetable. Speed, <laughs> because speed man, ball. it is gone. I was like, wow, they are the most efficient carnies I've ever seen. Yeah. Usually they're not yeah. not up by noon. <laughs> no, th- this is, I, yeah. I mean, it was, I guess, you know, the it's it's the big 80s. It's all about profit <laughs> and uh, breaking down and setting up. You don't get any money from that, so let's do it as fast as we yep. can. Uh, I'm sure they observed all safety regulations oh. in the 80s, of course. Of course. Uh, he does go back and he tries to confront his mom. Uh, who, by the way, I thought began to give uh, give the mom from Gremlins a run for her money because uh, yep. she immediately yep. pulls that cleaver, pulls and, pulls, a, pulls a knife immediately. Yeah, um, and then he goes to the school where he tries to to get with to convince Billy, and and thank God they have you know the the that one thing that only they know uh, the, the, the shimmy shimmy cocoa pop shimmy song. shimmy cocoa pop song. So Billy's like, okay, not a problem. Uh, I have a lot of questions about Billy because Billy yeah. seems to be able to roll with punches really well. <laughs> no matter what. Billy, and Billy like, is okay, a ready man. Turned, yeah, my friend's turned into a 30-year-old man. No problem. I'm going to go steal a bunch of clothes from my dad, steal my dad's slush fund, and we're going to New York. P.S. I know how to get there by myself via bus. Yeah. No, like, they, no one questions a, that he is constantly disappearing no, days at a time to go to no. New York. There is a secret movie with Billy's life when we're not watching him. I, I, Billy, I'm telling you, Billy has mob ties. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Billy, Billy has a lot of interesting things happening in his life, full of colorful characters, heartbreak. He I, has a lot going on that I want to see. There's a all whole of it. second movie that goes on during this movie that's yes. just Billy. He's playing poker with mobsters. He, oh, oh, he's on the docks receiving 100%. goods. <laughs> yes. He's. He's, you know, like, he, like, opens up a shipping container. He finds it full of dead prostitutes. And he has to, re- you know, he, now all his, all, his, all his merchandise is dead because they didn't ventilate it properly. And he has to go cut a few bees. You know, it's, yeah. I just, I just yeah. picture him outside. Jerry, come here, Jerry. Um, listen, Jerry, what did I tell you about the air holes? What did I yeah. tell you? Oh, you said to make sure there were, there were air holes, boss. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Didn't, didn't I, Jerry? Oh Didn't no, I, no, Jerry? no 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 no! Billy Billy Billy's better than that, and he sa- he says, "What do you think happened to these people? I guess they didn't get enough air, boss. That's that's right. What do you think's gonna happen to you?" <laughs> and he just puts them in a headlock and chokes them out. <laughs> and nobody stops him because he's a no, kid. No no nobody even makes eye contact. They're all just like looking at their feet. Like, nobody, nobody wants to look at Billy because you don't mess with Billy. No no, it's a whole other movie with Billy. Yeah. Oh my no, god. He he did not steal his dad's slush fund. That that's like in a lunchbox under his bed, all that money. Like, uh, like yes. That's, that's yes, 100%. money. You're not fooling me. Yeah. Uh I, I, all of this makes more sense how Tom Hanks even gets a job. Just so oh, you know. Yeah. Billy called yeah. in a favor. It makes total sense now. All of it. All yeah, of it makes no, so much sense. That money. guy that guy the guy who interviewed him liked to play the ponies. <laughs> and Billy's like, look, I tell you what. Maybe we cut the vig out on your next bet, and we extend your line of credit a little bit more, and my friend uh, gets a job at the data processing center. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. No problem, Mr. Billy, no problem, Mr. Billy. Oh, I'll take care of it, Mr. The Billy. The Knicks are a set to win against the Celtics. They're, no they're problem. Win. No, no problem, uh, Mr. Billy. I promise, Mr. Billy. George oh, Washington, man. yeah, my, my, my brother-in-law got a... Got a got his doctorate from there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say, whatever you say. Oh, Mr. Billy's gonna be so happy. <laughs> so, so basically, they they set up Tom Hanks, uh, or, or Josh, adult Josh. They set him up in a like a you know room, you know a, a Roach Motel, kind of yeah, flea bag hotel. Um, and they and so the plan is they say, okay, we need to find this Zoltar machine. Right. So they go to uh, kind of like this 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 information center. Yeah, town hall. Say, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd like a list of all the carnivals that are in New York, and they say, okay, we'll get it to you. It'll take six weeks. So now all of a sudden, Tom Hanks is going to need a job because he can't survive on on what he has in his pocket for six weeks. So he gets a job at a toy store. Because uh, it, it mentions they need a computer, someone who knows computers. And... Uh, yes. Uh, so the company is almost like a Hasbro or Mattel. It's called yeah. uh, Macmillan Toys. And so basically, he, he, essentially, he gets a data entry job. He's going to take paper stuff, put it into the computer. These jobs were huge at the end of the 80s, going into the 90s, before yep. the internet really broke and dot-coms came along. Yep. Data entry yep. was all replacing... Uh, manual typewriter stuff but basically what was going on is it was still all printed it came out of you know faxes and printers and stuff like that and then it needed to be put into their system because god forbid anything talk to each other so basically that's what he's doing um i will say as soon as i saw him he he has such a small part in this movie john lovitz john lovitz immediately kills the scene he's awesome i love him in everything he does he's yes uh 
I did not like him when he replaced Phil Hartman in News Radio. Not his well, fault. I think if he had started the show, he would have been fine. Not his fault. Not good in that. But everything else is great. I was super happy to see him in this in the scene. But Billy basically starts working there. Um, he runs into the boss. It's John Hurd. I couldn't remember the actress's name. Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth who Perkins, I, who plays Susan. Who, who uh, everybody knows. Uh, she's in a bunch of things. But um, what I know her from is she plays the sort of best friend slash enemy in Weeds. Oh, does she? Seen that show. No, yes, no, I haven't watched that Fantastic one. in it. Oh, um, I didn't in know fact, that. I believe they took her off the show, and I kind of quit the show because I didn't want to. She was so good with it. I but, did um, not know she was in that. I, and, she was in a lot of stuff in the eighties and nineties. For sure, she she's uh, uh, constantly in stuff, and she uh, uh, Robert Loja is the boss of McMillan's. Yes, place. yes. Who uh, again? Um, he's in a he's in a bunch of different movies from the eighties and the nineties. Scarface. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of them. But but anyway, he runs into them. It's a quick little scene. I I only bring it up because we were just talking about this. Um, uh, I actually was out over the weekend. Uh, we met uh, we met up with one of our fans, um, who's been on the show there. Anyway, we mentioned that you know we haven't had a good peeper in a while. Thank God Big came along because he gets away with straight up gawking at her open blouse after they yeah, run in. He can he can see door. he can see her bra. He can see like like a a a square inch yes. of, like, a black bra, and he is just transfixed. Yeah, yeah. He he is a dog in heat, as they would say. Yes. Um, but I, I thought it was a, I thought it was good. Um, later on, uh, he calls his mother, which has to be the strangest call from the office ever. Oh, yeah. No, John, John Lovitz is perfect, and he doesn't even have any <laughs> he lines. He doesn't even say a word. Just, just him, like, looking at him with, like, his body language. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, what, what, you know, he he calls up as the adult. He calls up the mother, and he can't say, this is Josh, I'm okay. So he has to say, Josh is here with me, and he's fine. She's like, prove it to me. And he says, well, uh, ask me a question only he would know. I'll ask him, and I'll give you the answer. She's like, well, what would I sing to put him to sleep? And, and it's the song Memories. No. So I love his first reaction where he goes, um, is there something else? Because I remember as a kid, I can't remember a damn thing. And you're going to ask me that. Why don't we start with uh, what shirt was he wearing yesterday? Because yeah, I might know been, that. It could have been anything, but there you go. So he's like. Sings the song like a child would in the most half-hearted, uninterested way possible. <laughs> Which is so good. Uh, well, it's great. And John Lovitz just kind of looks at him like, what in the hell is going on yeah. over there? <laughs> what is happening? And so uh, we have what? what is probably coming up next. Uh, he goes, uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, no, no. It's, it's payday. Yes. Right? Yes. And he gets $187. And to a 13-year-old, you might as well have said, here's $1,000. He gets 87 ones, which it, uh, the teller gives him a strange so look. because uh, The scene's funny already because he walks away. But then she uh, he goes, 87 ones. If he didn't have a child with him, there's no other place this woman thinks he's going but a strip club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And right. so um, he, uh, he goes to FAO Schwartz. Yes. Which R.I.P. Was a huge, FAO Schwartz. Yeah, which was huge and... Big, big. I mean, it was the huge, Tiffany's of toys huge, and stuff. Huge, huge. Uh, you know, there, I remember uh, growing up around Boston, 
they had the the they had an FAO Schwartz in Boston with the giant bear statue, the the teddy bear statue. Oh, okay. Huge, huge, and uh, the FAO Schwartz in New York was enormous. It was huge, huge, huge. No. Uh, you know, you have him, he's he's running around, he's playing with all the toys, he's playing with, like, other kids that are, like, 13. Yes. Like, he's playing laser tag with, like, a little kid. It's it's really funny, and he sees Robert Loja there, and Robert Loja's like, hey, don't you, uh, don't you work for me? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I do. Robert Loja's like, uh, what, are you here with your kid? Like, no, I'm here by myself. What, now... McMillan, for his benefit, for the rest of the movie, does walk with him. But you know the reality is he's thinking, yeah, I I need to leave now. <laughs> there's no oh, there's no further yeah. reason for me to be in this department store at this moment. <laughs> so so Josh is is talking to Robert Loja because Robert Loja goes there because he runs a toy company and, and he, he wants, wants to, to like, see. Yeah. What what are kids playing with? What are they asking their parents? Which is to awesome. Buy? Which is a really good little. It's a good yeah. way to set them up in the same scene without seeming forced. Right, because it actually goes to McMillan's character where he's he's a little more down to earth. You know, he's not he's not all like pie charts and flow charts and yes. board meetings. He's kind of like, well, at the end of the day, who's buying our stuff? <laughs> yeah, like that's we need to know what kids want because you know that's who's going to buy our stuff. Right. So he and and uh, uh, Tom Hanks are walking around and. Tom Hanks is kind of just talking about the toys and he's like, uh, Oh, you know, like, like this hockey game used to be great, but they changed it. And now you can't do this and you can't do that with it. And I, you know, it was, it was more fun before. And, you know, Oh, these things, these are cool. And this is fun. And, uh, and then they accidentally walk onto the giant keyboard on the floor. Yeah. The piano and this floor. is probably the most famous scene in this movie where they, each of them are playing. Um, it's heart, heart and soul. Right? It's heart and soul into chopsticks. Into chopsticks, um, and, and it's so. Go- I, I don't mean to cut you off there, Greg. No, but, no, but no. Literally, no. I stopped and I just watched this scene, and I literally I had goosebumps watching it because it's, yeah, no, it it's is so good. incredibly good. Just the characters f- seem so real in that moment. Yeah, that it, 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 I can't. I mean, literally, if if this movie was complete garbage front to back that scene is still amazing it's it's an it's an amazing scene and what makes it all the more amazing is the two actors actually played the song with their feet yeah you know like like they yeah 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 yeah. which which is which is cool but it's it's a amazing part and so after that happens robert loja's like where do you work again and he's like i work in data processing and he goes no 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 I got a way better job. Yeah. for and then the movie lot. goes right back into fantasy. Like, yeah, like, 100% like we, we, you know, we had this super really cool down to earth moment where just two people, are, you know, one's a child man who's become a man, a literal man child, literal man child. We have this guy who's, who's he's not the angry CEO. He's down to earth. They have this wonderful heartwarming scene, and then we go right back in. You're a vice president now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, him, no, I don't him. think he is. <laughs> Vice President of Product Development? Like, how did that conversation go when Robert Loja called that guy in to fire him? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Johnny, 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 Johnny. Hold yeah, on, hold yeah, on, yeah. Hold What's on. up, boss? What's up, boss? Yeah, I'm okay, doing really I, good. Um, doing I was really just uh, going over all the uh, all the 
the consumer tests that you've been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, Barbie's Barbie's going off the charts. I think we got a really we have a we really have a hit on our hands with these with these skyscraper robots. I think it's going to be really good. Well, uh, you know, yeah, everything's just the way things have been going. I'm afraid we got to bring in some new blood. Oh, and, yo, yo, uh, yo! I think go. that's a, I think that's a good point. I, you know, you know, Mike down the hall. I mean, he's trying. He's not really pulling his weight like we thought he would. You know, I, I know you said you brought him on to be, you know, the color coordinator, but I think we need some new blood in the in the color department for sure. Sure, no, we're sure. we're 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 letting you go and replacing you with someone from. Nope, Dennis. I didn't hear that. What was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're we're. Making someone from data processing do your job. That sounds preposterous, and I don't believe you, sir. Well, uh, here's security. They will see you out. And it's been lovely working with you, sir. I hope you die in hell. (laughs) I really want to know. Was that position just vacant for, like, months? I don't don't know. Like, it's so... Again, it's so fantastical. Like... It has to happen for the movie to step up to the next point. You can't watch right. him in a flea motel for the rest of the movie, right? There has to right. be a step up. But, yeah, it's just it totally fantasy, but it doesn't matter. He starts Perkins, doing all the uh, stuff. Elizabeth Perkins and John Hurd are nervous about what is happening because all of a sudden they had a guy, you know, th- you know, they're bringing in new blood. Robert Loja specifically moved them himself. So they're kind of getting nervous here. They're like, oh man, the old man, is he making some kind of power play right. to like squeeze us out? Like what, like what's happening? And, and they're getting nervous. And, and this is where, if you pay attention, you have, you have from here on out, Tom Hanks's character, Josh, has been dressing like a child, acting like a child, doing everything like a child. He continually begins to act and dress like more of an adult till the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's, there's a pivot Perkins, scene, but Elizabeth Perkins does the exact opposite. Yes, she does. Yes, she is super business, super corporate, and she actually begins to dress younger and younger until the end of the movie. Yeah. So it's 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 a real nice little uh, uh, storytelling through costume design, which is which is very very. A couple things. So the next big scene, as far as uh, he, there's the board meeting with the skyscraper robots, which honestly is fantastic. Um, it's a little off putting because I do have to agree with John Hurd. John Hurd goes off the deep end immediately, but I do kind of yeah. have to be like. Um, yeah, you've been here for exactly three days, two of them entering data into a computer. Maybe you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he has, like, flow charts and pie charts, and he's done, like, <laughs> right, data right, analysis. Right. And, and, and it's like, look, this is literally how corporations work. They, they, they take the least amount of risk possible. And if you've done user group studies, and every kid has been like, well, yeah, I, I, I like the robot enough to buy it and it and we can mark it up five hundred percent. That's what the company is gonna go with. Right. Right. And McMillan's been there long enough. I get you want somebody new with a new vision, but to just sit there again, it comes back way better at the end with John Herbert when he goes, I, I don't get it. Why why a building? And 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 then it's like and John Hurt's like, well, well, why not a building? Go ahead. Give me a damn good reason why not a building. It, it, and it's just yeah. so good. I kind of feel bad for John Hurt in that particular moment. Uh, but he comes across such a dick later on, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have Tom Hanks and uh, Billy getting a new uh, place. 
where they furnish it just scene. like a kid yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Fantastic. Exactly. It's all like a bunk bed, like pinball machines, a soda machine. Uh, you know, it's exactly, you know, it's a trampoline. Yep. It's exactly like a 13-year-old kid would do if they suddenly were making, you know, six figures in a pre-Giuliani New York. Right. You know? um, Tom Hanks uh, goes to a party. Again, really good character. I, I think the acting is very well done. Uh, Susan tries to talk business with McMillan. McMillan goes, have a drink or three. Uh, it's a party. It's great. She starts talking with uh, Josh now. And she immediately... Now, just so we know, there's been a couple scenes where it's very obvious she's with John Hurd yeah, in a relationship. I, I believe he is staying with her in her apartment. Yes. I believe is how this is working. But you immediately, like, she is so desperate to move on to the next person. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. she's ready to jump Billy uh, Josh that night. She um, is. No, yeah, she has her sights on Josh. Like, like immediately. immediately. And and it's and it works out so well because Josh has is I I gotta say Josh is acting around uh, Susan the way I have always acted around any woman who is interested in <laughs> yes, me, yes. which is clueless as the day is long. You know what? But hundred percent, <laughs> it's so great. He has no, no idea what she is trying to do, or that she's like, no, no, like I don't think you understand what's going on here. I want to be with you not just to be with you and he's just like oh okay so you want to like have a sleepover like <laughs> no. he, uh, that's where i kind of felt he came across a little bit too naive um i i understand he's only been quote unquote big for like four days but uh he comes across a little naive there it's okay it sets up good gags you know like when, when they're getting in the apartment he goes okay but i'm on top and it's the bunk beds and that joke and stuff like that now, now I, I, I have to say, once again, we're in fantasy land because Elizabeth Perkins, uh, 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 Susan, and she's she is following a man she has known for a board meeting and a party, maybe like like had uh, what two real conversations? Fifteen minutes, her, her, her. fifteen minutes in a party. Oh, but but they okay. they did drive in a limo, Greg. That I mean, they could have made up a oh, lot of time. Twenty. Okay, okay. Let's say really bad traffic. <laughs> 20 minutes. Okay, okay. So, she, okay, so, so she's 40 and, minutes and in a board meeting in with this 40 guy. 40 minutes, yeah, in a board meeting. So <laughs> our new show on, on CBS, 40 minutes in a board meeting, <laughs> uh, coming coming this fall. We're bringing back Pat, Pat uh, oh, never mind. I almost said Pat yep, Sajak. Yep. That's Will of Fortune. So anyway, she he's like, okay, yeah, come on into my apartment. And at this point, she should walk in and immediately go, you know what? I think I left my purse down in the limo and <laughs> run away as fast as she could. <laughs> When she looks because, at the dinosaur. Because the way that this, this apartment is decked out, he is either a child molester, a serial killer, <laughs> yes, or both. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I almost began to think, like, no, she's sticking around. Just, I think curiosity has piqued her at this point. Like, she's willing to go just every step further just to see how far it goes right up until he smothers her in her in, her, in the bed well, i mean <laughs> come on we all know how this is happening in a pre giuliani new york <laughs> yes. she's going to be found in pieces in a refrigerator somewhere right anyway um you know and and so this is where he kind of charms her with his like childlike innocence where he's like oh come on up on the trampoline and jump with me it'll be it'll be fun and she doesn't want to do it and then of course she does and she has a blast yeah and then she um he comes out dressed in adult 
pajamas that I'm are telling you, really it, made for it, children. It, it, you can't have a love life if you're going to be wearing pajamas. It's just now we we both agree he had those custom made, right? Oh, of course he's got okay, money. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So so Perkins is in you know uh, sort of the uh, takes the uh, Lisa from weird science approach. And is just in sort of sweats and an oversized uh, uh, jersey. And she is sleeping on the bunk bed and, you know, gives him kind of a knowing, like, grin. Like, hey, come on. And he's like, okay, good night. And he jumps up on the top bunk. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and and so it, it this is more of her transformation where not only is he childlike, it's he's not going to kind of do exactly what she wants. You know, he, he's getting to know her, not just immediately jumping into bed with her. Which is what we find out later she's kind of had a pattern of this behavior. Yeah, well, I, I do like that it doesn't stop her. Because uh, we go through a bunch of other scenes where, like, they're, they're talking. Like, some stuff happens at uh, at work. He, we see some more scenes with Billy back and forth. Doesn't really matter. Eventually, there's basically stuff is, stuff's going on at work, like you said. And, and, and there, uh, Susan and Josh are kind of developing their relationship and... and um, it's Josh's birthday, and Billy has come out. They have a pizza pizza party sort of dinner thing. And then he goes, hey, come on, we got the whole night. It's your birthday. And he goes, no, nah, I got some things I got to go do. Yeah, yeah, that's because Josh is thinking, eh, I think I'm going to go have a better birthday present than, uh, than anything I could do with you, Billy. And Billy, I'm sorry to say, you are always coming in. <laughs> no what's about to matter what. You know, so, they, um, they, they say, bros... Before uh, before hoes, uh, they uh, those people are stupid. <laughs> I say breasts before bests. Yes, yes. Uh, so he goes. He meets Susan. They go to a, a carnival again on the seaside. Um, I do like how at one point they like walk by the Zoltar machine. It's yes. a nice little subtle thing that he is so enamored by her. He's yes missing things around him i like that yeah yeah it it's 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 a great thematic touch it it, it lends itself very well to the story yeah. and i agree 100 percent. eventually they end up back at her apartment uh well, they go specifically they dance they go they go to a dance yes yes they do and they kiss and then they go back to her apartment where i completely misremembered what happened in this scene <laughs> oh did you oh yeah oh okay. yeah so uh. the scene and i have to say to, again Tom Hanks absolutely crushing it. <laughs> well, where, yes, he does, Greg. Yes, he does. Susan, <laughs> Susan take, takes her top off and she's in a bra and he reacts the way a 13-year-old <laughs> yes, would he where does. he has no idea what to do. He is transfixed. I He's love... <laughs> way out of his element. Although, it gets a little weird when she... Like, I get the point, like... She turns off the light and he's like, no, 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 no we're no, keeping no, no. the light on. Like, we're you know, on. I, I know what that's like, uh, but he he kind of gives a look that's a, just a little too predatory for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and then he, you know, he, he starts to feel her breast and, and, and they start to kiss and eventually, uh, you know what happens. Oh, you know what happens because the next scene is him grinning like a madman at work, <laughs> he and comes, he's like he's skipping and hopping, and oh. he's like he's great. Uh, like, oh yeah, and but um, but anyway, I misremembered that scene, and here's where I think I misremembered it. Okay, I believe there is an almost identical scene in Forrest Gump. Oh, with Jenny, where Jenny takes her top off. 
They are very, and very well has could be. Her, yeah, has forced fondle her, and he starts to, and then he can't, and he like starts to cry or almost cry. And he's like, "I'm sorry, I can't. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And I thought that's what happened in Big. I thought she like you know took took her top off, and he started, and then was like, "I I'm I'm sorry. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what to do." But I'm actually glad it did not happen that way because. I mean, think of think of you at thirteen in that situation. You are you've hit the lottery. Like, yeah. well, like I have. We're gonna get into Susan's problem in a little bit, but yeah, uh, I remembered that they. I, I remembered parts of that scene. Um, I I'll be honest. I am with you. I forgot that they did go all the way. I remember it that they were making out or whatever, and then I thought he leaves like happy without actually committing. And he's still super joyous, you know, in the next scene. But that being said, um, he does, he comes out. Uh, by the way, Deborah Jo Rupp, uh, if you've ever watched uh, that 70s show, The Mother, uh, she plays his secretary oh, real secretary, quick. secretary, yeah. Um, oh, you know who else we met? I, I, Kevin Meany is in this movie. He he has almost no lines. He, he's not funny in it, but an incredible comedian uh, who did pass away. But he's in this movie, and man, just a missed opportunity with him being there, I I really feel like they could have done something with him. Um, but he was in this movie as well. I just forgot to mention that. There are, there's some good uh, follow-up actors that come back much later, um, very often in other movies later on. But yeah, he, he goes there. Um, but this is also where the movie starts to, like you were talking about, a, a couple scenes in, um, he, he's wearing a suit. Um, and tie to work. He's not wearing jeans and a t-shirt. His office is now like a real desk and he's sitting there, you know, working. Um, Where her clothing, you're right, almost, I don't want to say frumpy, but in the 80s, that was kind of like the more casual look that she starts going for, which is, you know, the hot, you know, those, the, remember those boots that women used to wear? Like the high gray boots that would then like fold in on themselves. They mm-hmm. they kind of look like, like, like sad gray pugs on their feet. Right, right, yes. Um, I believe they were called sad pug boots. <laughs> they, they, I'm sure you could find them on eBay under sad pug boots. Uh, but she starts wearing, you know, the big sweaters and stuff like that. And it's really, it's a, I think it's a good transition like you were talking about. Except, man, Susan's desperation is just oozing out of her. Because there's a scene that comes up where she goes to him and goes, What are we doing here? And Josh, the 13-year-old, who is now a man, goes, um... We're working on a toy. And she's like, no, no, what are we doing? What? Where's this going? And she's talking about the relationship. And I'm like, holy God. Like, John Hurd listed off nine VPs that you've slept with since you've been with the company. And now you're talking about marriage to this guy after knowing him two months. Less than eight, mu- less than eight weeks you've known this guy. And you're already starting down the marriage train. Like, she, should, she, she seems like a woman who's like, uh, Josh... Uh, my clock is ticking. Uh, yeah. I'm drying out down here. I got to do something. Those, yeah, those those ovaries are screaming full tilt twenty four seven. Yes, I've had yeah. my career. Uh, I, I I've done well for myself. I, I'm pretty set. Uh, now the next step is uh, marry some guy and get pregnant. Well, I mean, you know, she's got the checklist, and that just that hasn't been checked yet. I so. guess. Yeah, she's moving right along. So an envelope shows up at Billy's and it's the list of all the carnivals and Billy has figured out which one has the Zoltar machine. So after trying to call Josh, who won't take his calls anymore, he just goes to New York, barges into the office, 
and gives him the paper and uh, says, here you go. This is where you need to go. This is the one. Yeah. And he goes, if you want to go, that's great. If not, fine. And they get into a fight, and we have uh, Billy dropping the F word, which I totally forgot about. Uh, by the way, I it's uh, you may hear this one again. I, I do love that as he's leaving, he goes, I'm three months older than you, a-hole. Yeah. And oh, no, slams so the door, and it's like, man, man, Billy, Billy's going to go on. There's some, there's some poor hot dog vendor who hasn't paid his money who's about to get a baseball bat across the kneecaps because oh, yeah, Billy's yeah. got to lay off some steam. <laughs> Billy is yeah, Billy's about to go on a rampage of which New York will never fully recover. I just, I swear to God, after this episode, I just picture Billy like just, the, it's, he's got the Negan bat, it's all just bloody, there's just a, 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 a hamburg for a face on the floor, guys are standing around and he's just, he's just hitting the concrete. Why won't he? Go back to being my best friend. <laughs> and the guys are just like, oh, oh God, he's, he's in one of his moods again, guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to get him a milkshake. He likes those. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Josh, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of thing that they've been working on, he he goes to pitch it. And in the middle of it, he realizes... I'm I'm an adult and this is terrible. Yeah, I prefer to be a child again. Yeah, so he runs off to the Zoltar machine. Um, so we, um, real quick, we didn't mention it, but at one point he tries to confront Susan. She thinks it's a joke. Oh uh, yeah, doesn't matter. She realizes at that moment that he is a a thirteen or a, or a kid. She suddenly it comes to her like after everything he told her that oh my god this is something. So she runs out after him. Um. He gets to the the Zoltar machine. He makes his wish just as Susan gets there. Um, it, it, it's it's a good scene. Um, they kind of talk for a little bit. I will say, Susan, there's a lot of therapy coming. There, there, there are three oh, therapists who there. are going to be retiring at fifty, with boats in the Bahamas. I think all three of them are going to retire together. And talk about this one woman, um, because she realizes that not only did she did she have sex with a thirteen year old, she fell in love with a thirteen year old. And it's it, we didn't touch on it too much, but it, it it it's not creepy from the it's not like a weird pedophile thing. It's just like that's baggage she now needs to carry around for the rest of her oh, life. Yeah, yeah, because it it. And it's it's kind of the worst the worst kind where it, it it was an unknowing act. She didn't you know like why would you ever think that a fully grown you know thirty year old is actually a thirteen year old child? Like you you couldn't possibly know you know. Uh, but I I agree. When this is all over, she isn't is in a spiral from which there probably is no escape. I, I gotta figure it's like it's like being the children of of the BTK killer. You're just like oh man, dad. That's really into his work. I mean, he, he he loves that telephone job. I mean, it's it's really kind of weird how he's always just working, working, working. But man, he brings home a paycheck, and he's always at my baseball games. Man, it's just it's just fantastic, huh? I think I'll sit down and read the paper. I haven't seen Dad all day, and oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's that. But as it turns out, she drives him back home. We have the scene that you talk about where he he transitions from a man to a boy. I wasn't as shocked. Um, I think for the movie where it doesn't have special effects at all, um, 
Right. I'm not surprised and, and they didn't try and finagle something, and I think it, I think the film is better for it actually. A hundred percent. No, it, it it's the right move. We we did skip over one part where he says, you know, yeah, I want to go back. I want to be with my family. You know, you could come with me. And she goes, no, <laughs> right? Like, hard enough like once, every real adult I'm would exactly not going say. back to be a <laughs> yes, yes. Like and, any good adult, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not doing no, that. No, thank you. No. And I love. I, 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 I got to say, Susan, use your brain. They say goodbye, and she goes, oh, you won't even remember me. Nope, Susan, uh, you had sex with a 13-year-old boy? He's remembering that till the day he dies. I, Trust me. I will say, she has a good line earlier at the, at, at, the, uh, at the park there where she goes, well, maybe you should keep my number. I mean, in 10 years, maybe we can see each other again, which I'm like, Man, Susan, you are so desperate. Yeah, you are Susan, 35. You, can, <laughs> you, you, you don't deserve to wait 10 years to be happy, Susan. Come on. You know what? Maybe she does. Maybe maybe we're just assuming Susan has better prospects when we know she doesn't. And so uh, Josh goes home. You hear his mom freak out that, that, that you know, because it's, it's, it's an outside shot and they're just super happy that, that, the, that Josh is back. And then it fades to... Josh and Billy riding their bikes down the street to which I say, Josh was gone for six weeks. Mom immediately is like, well, go ride your bike unsupervised. Uh, you've been kidnapped once. What are the odds? Uh, you go, you go have fun, son. I think he's never let out of the house until he's 21 years. old. I'm with you. I, I know they wanted to show him one more time as a kid, just getting back to his kid life. I would have been okay if it faded with just his mom yelling from the house. I think that yeah. I think that's a good ending. I uh, I I didn't think of that. I think you're absolutely right that that mother has that child. You know what it turns into? It goes from it goes from a loving mother to a kidnapped child to Josh spending ten years locked in the basement, yeah. never being and, allowed and, to leave again. Also, also his mother constantly going, "Tell me what." happened those six <laughs> weeks yes and him going this him so either saying much mom i don't remember or for the last time i turned into a 30 year old version of myself got a vp job at a toy company <laughs> fell in love had sex my virginity and then came home now can you please pass the peace can you take these shackles? They're hurting my legs. <laughs> take them off. They're heavy. I can't wear pants properly. You know what, honey? Pants are out of the question. You know what, honey? Until you tell me the truth, you're staying down here. Yep. And that is that. Uh, that that was the the suicide note that he read. <laughs> it was just I was big, Josh. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's the movie. Big. We are. We've reached the end. Uh, it, it's, it was a fun ride. And of course, whenever we come to the end of the movie, that means we got to ask the big question, Greg, is this still rad? What do you think? It, is Tom Hanks in big still rad for you? I, yes, this movie's rad. This movie's insanely rad. Um, this might be the best movie we've done on the podcast. I, I think. It, it, it is just an incredibly well-made, well-acted movie. Uh, the uh, You know how we normally always go, you know what? They needed to cut 30 minutes out of it. 
Uh, I don't think they needed to cut anything out of this movie. Uh, it, the pacing is great. It's it, it moves. It doesn't stay on any two scenes too terribly long. It's great. It it's it's rad. And I think uh, I I really wish Willow had been around to see this. I'd be very curious what she would think. Um, I also would be interested to see what a thirteen-year-old boy would think of this movie now. You know, I don't think a 13-year-old boy would be too nonplussed by it. I mean, with the internet age uh, and and with kids being more, we'll say, uh, active and engaged with each other, uh, I don't think... I think the innocence that Josh has, and like you and I said, even as innocent as we are, I don't think kids today are nearly, nearly as innocent as they are. I tried to get Willow to watch a little bit of this movie. Um, she found some of it kind of absurd and, and stupid, but she didn't really watch the full movie. Um, yeah. So I don't really have her opinion on it, but I, I don't think kids would be as shocked as you think about how this, this movie turned out. No, I'm, 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 I don't think they'd be shocked. I'm just curious if they would think it was a good movie or not. Yeah. I'm not sure that I'm not sure on for me. Well, what did you think? Yeah. For me, um, I totally agree. I think it's still rad. Uh, it's a very good movie. I think it. I think the humor is good. I think. I. I think you're right. The pacing is pretty good. There's a couple things I thought were a little, little overdone. I think they could have like the dancing scene just for me. I think didn't need to be in there, and a couple other small scenes with Josh, uh, Josh and Billy that I think went a little too long. But other than that, I think you're right. I think it's a tight movie. I would have. To do if I'm going to, I'd argue Back to the Future was a better movie. That movie I literally just stopped and watched. Like I, I stopped taking notes. I forgot I was doing a podcast for that movie. I just watched it. It, it, it was so engrossing and it's so well done. I, I'd have to say that's the best one for me. Um, but this was absolutely rad. Definitely a good movie. It, it held up incredibly well i think everything that goes into it is is just done very very well um so i i and we kind of expect that going in uh this isn't this is a big movie i don't think this was one that we expected to be kind of out there and goofy so yeah um but yeah i i thought it was really good and that brings us to the end of the podcast so we have to go ahead and thank mr bibbs as always uh please thank you mr uh, continue to be a part of the show uh, by contributing your comments and uh, your patronage, you can go to thiswasrad.podbean.com if you want to become a patron, or if you want to hear any of our past episodes, anything like that. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun yep, things. Yep, yep. Go there to catch our stuff, our social media yeah, stuff. Inter- interact with us. I try to Please. post regularly, as, as regularly as I can, and, and you know we love interacting with our... Uh, our listeners, so uh, you know, please, please uh, head over to iTunes and give us a review if you'd be so kind. Uh, it would be great. Uh, five stars, uh, if we're gonna ask. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, if 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 you don't care, I mean, I would love it. But um, yeah, five. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, any review would just be great. Would be awesome. Uh, and uh, we already mentioned it pretty heavily at the beginning uh, or in the middle of the episode. We are going to be doing Jaws three as our next oh, movie. Boy, uh, I, I think kick off the summer. Summer movie splash, as it were. And then after that is episode 100, which uh, I think 
uh, I think uh, our Detroit listeners are going to be very enthused to listen to. I would hope so. I think and we uh, have uh, kind of a special bonus thing around episode 100 that's coming out as well. Yes. So, that, um, so stay around for that. That one, uh, I, man, I hope you like thrilling summer camp uh, slasher fix with the twist ending because that's that's your hint for that one. We'll give you more details next time. That's the end of the uh, that's the end of the podcast. I am Paul. I'm Greg. See you guys. I'm three months older than you are, asshole. Podtron. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.